0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Friday, final podcast of the week Not a whole lot to talk about, but we're going to look at the NBA restarting a little bit since some things are starting to get going and some team facilities are opening up. We'll take a look at that. Some of the issues with it too, particularly spurred by Mark Cuban. And we'll look at that in the second segment and then just catch up on all the news we need to in the third. So let's do it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I really, really mean that. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. So the NBA is starting to have some teams reopen their facilities. The Denver Nuggets over in Colorado are doing it. I would assume the Atlanta Hawks are a team that's looking at it as well. And it depends on kind of the governors and the states and what's going on there. Uh, It sounds like the Lakers and Clippers are working with the city of Los Angeles and state of California to do this as well. I would assume the Pelicans will look at least to opening theirs up on the 15th of this month when uh, Governor Edwards' order uh, expires and things start to open up a little bit more and this is if you want to see more NBA basketball we all do or you want to see sports in general a good first step because you need to have players back in facilities they need to be working out in order to have a season this is going to be true for all sports as well and so you need about six weeks of lead-up time to getting them back onto the court and playing their best basketball or any basketball to avoid injuries things like that there you know there's a long list of rules and that list of rules is so wild they know coaches or gms are like allowed in the facility to help with all of this stuff basically just strengthen conditioning coaches those type of people are going to be allowed in there you've got to wipe down all the equipment no more than a you know a handful of people a time three or four players i think they're saying everyone needs to stay 12 feet apart you've got to wear masks there's a lot of a lot of rules, and if these are all the rules that you're putting in there, maybe it does mean that it's not ready for these places to be reopened. You're still seeing 25,000 plus cases per day, and whatever, wherever you fall in the spectrum of politics and feeling about all of this stuff, you know, there's still kind of rules we need to follow, I guess. And so when these things become so complicated, is it even worth it? Are these players able to get maybe a better workout or less risk or what have you in just their own homes. And I think that is something that teams are going to start to grapple with. And as the league looks to reopen and get into the playoffs, I think you will start to see some teams that are gonna go, yeah, no, we are not gonna get involved in this and we are not gonna do this either. And you've got a team like the Golden State Warriors who are basically out they're out of playoff contention officially. What's the point for them to come back and play and risk injury or anything or you know or infection? or anything like that. There really isn't. You know, I think you can say the same for a lot of these teams out there, but you could also make the claim for the Pelicans, I think, shouldn't be in there. I think it depends on how many games are remaining. If you can get into the playoffs somehow, and the playoffs are shortened if it's a best-of-three series, if it's a one-game series, your uh, title chances, even in a season that's going to have a huge asterisk next to it, become unbelievably... Higher, And you know what? That's what you're here to do. You're here to compete for a title. A title is still a title even if it's got an asterisk with it. You still won. You still made it through the playoffs and won at the end of the day. And it was, you know, when, you know, when the season was canceled, it was right when the Pelicans were playing their best basketball and looking pretty good. So I would assume they want to kind of go into those pressure-filled environments and see if their guys rise to the occasion. It might not, and they might lose. And that's okay because at least you tried. But if it is just to kind of get in for one game and then get bounced out, it might not be worth it. I can definitely understand that. But I don't think that's the way the front office is necessarily going to look at it, the way the players are necessarily going to look at it. And we've heard Zion and his competitive nature say, I want to win Rookie of the Year. And so he wants to go out and and do this and probably wants to win a whole lot more. And that's the right attitude you want to hear from him. So, you know, it's, it's weird. The NBA wants this, but if teams start pushing back, That's going to be a big deal, and you've got one team with a very prominent owner that's starting to push back in Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks, and we'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do that, today's show brought to you by Built Bar. These things are awesome. It is a protein bar that tastes exactly like a candy bar. I had the toffee coconut one yesterday for lunch and it was really good. You have no idea these are protein bars. You think you're just eating something you got during Halloween. They've got 16 amazing flavors. They're made with real chocolate. They're adding new flavors in at the end of the month. They also have nut free flavors made in a nut free facility. So they're better, you know, if you've got an allergy or anything like that, don't need to worry whatsoever they're soft they're easy to chew they're not those kind of chalky bars where you need to just chug down a bottle of water after you eat them because your mouth is dry and all of that so these are great for health conscious people to lose or maintain your weight while eating something that is absolutely delicious they are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber they've got 20 grams of protein 170 calories three grams of sugar three net carbs uh, and you have some that are 110 calories with 15 grams of protein it's awesome if you compare them to the leading bar out there on the market they're basically seven times better for you and they taste so good I've told you all the story is that my girlfriend saw me eating them and was like why are you eating a candy bar in the middle of lunch it's not it's a protein bar and it was great and so these are what I've been eating basically constantly since I got to try a sample box from them. And I actually have to reorder today. And if you want to order, go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On. You'll get $10 off your first order. You can make your own box of uh, customized flavors or just have them kind of pick one of the random ones for you. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. So with facilities set to reopen, you know, sometime in the maybe the next two weeks or so, for the majority of NBA teams, if they're not open already, you have some people speaking out against this on the players' side. Most prominently, it's C.J. McCollum who says that you know he's not sure about this. He likes that these workouts are voluntary; no one's forced to go in. But you know, there 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 comes with things like that when your employer says something is voluntary. Is it is it really voluntary? You know, it's it's usually not, and there's pressure on you to do whatever it is that they say is voluntary, or there's potentially repercussions in the workplace, or with your team, your co-workers, if you don't. And so that kind of is a thing here at play, but it sounds like McCollum might not be going into all of this. And he said he's happy with some of the precautions put in place, but, you know, players are working out elsewhere, they're shooting balls elsewhere, some are, at least, you know, not everybody. So he doesn't know if this is the best thing or if it's just other stuff. And if you you know, can't get spotted while working out, what's the point of going in there and taking the risk of leaving your home versus doing a lot of this stuff at home? And he's a player, and the players don't really have a ton of leverage when it comes to the owners on a lot of this stuff. But when an owner, particularly one that's as powerful and prominent as Mark Cuban is, that's when things are a little bit different, and that's where things get a little bit interesting. Now, Cuban... You know, so big fan of his, obviously, I think everyone basically is, everyone loves Mark Cuban, is very outspoken and at times is not scared to weigh in the political stuff, Um, you know. On, on both sides of it, you, you've seen him help Trump, you've seen him speak out against Trump, and all of that. And you've got to wonder, some you know sometime in the future, is he potentially prepping for a political run? So his statements might have some tinge of that. I don't know. That is just a guess on my part. And it's not used to dismiss these, and it shouldn't be used to dismiss some of the things he's saying. Um, but his is kind of interesting, because he says... You know, who do you trust with your life? That's the biggest ask somebody. Uh, That's a big question to ask somebody, but we all make decisions like that every day. Do you stay in? Do you go out? What do you do? Where do you go for your groceries? All these things. How do you do it? Seriously, if you're a player, who do you trust with your life? If you're a coach or a trainer or anybody for that matter, that's essential personnel for getting something back together. Do you trust the hotel that we're going to stay at to keep everything safe? The technology they're using, the protocols they're using, and... He's got a very good point during this. You can build a bubble, but a lot of the parts of the bubble that are keeping everyone safe might be outside of your control. And it sounds like Cuban doesn't want to do this. And I think he said he is going to keep the Mavs facility closed during this time. You know, it sounds like this is like one of those things where a bunch of people think this stuff, but no one really wants to come out and say it or follow through on it till one person is kind of at the forefront of it. Well, Mark Cuban's at the forefront of it, so now that he's said it, I wonder if others are going to come out with similar statements. And the league doesn't want this. They want to get back to playing basketball. They'll probably take some risk with all of that, too. I have no doubt about that. But when you have Mark Cuban, you know, as probably important and powerful of an owner as there is in the NBA, that can potentially force their hand and force some changes and force all of that. So when Cuban comes out and says things like this, you know, with a team that's in the playoffs, I'm kind of looking at it being like, oh, no, this I don't know if we're going to get a resolution anytime soon. And the NBA is looking at all scenarios, every single one on how they can go about and do this. And they'll eventually need to choose one. And the longer they wait, the more this is going to kind of drag on and impact next season. But next season isn't the the important part. It's the playoff revenue for them right now. So. They've got to kind of still figure all of this out. But it sounds like there's some internal strife between the owners. Some probably want to play. I'd be willing to bet Tillman Fertitta does. Some don't, like Mark Cuban. And what then comes out of that sort of thing? And that can be a very big problem. And if the NBA isn't united on this front, that's when maybe you see teams dropping out, not participating. And is that good? Is that bad? Is that fine? Could be. I'm not sure, but that's where you have a bunch of issues and little things that need to be ironed out that can completely delay us or derail us from seeing NBA basketball again. So I'm gonna be curious to see where this goes, but when I see someone like Cuban coming out and saying all this, and it has to do with the testing that frankly, They just don't think there's enough testing. It's also going to be a bad PR look if you start testing asymptomatic NBA players when there's not enough testing even still around the country. And to get everything up and running, you need to have very widespread testing, which we're not there yet. So for these guys to come out and say all this stuff, I'm not sure. And uh, Cuban, of all the people out there, is very worried about how things look PR-wise. That is always top of mind for him, it feels like, in almost anything he does. Not that he's wrong with thinking that either. So I'm going to be curious to see um, how this all goes and what he is thinking and how it's all going to get done. Because, yeah, we're not there yet, but hopefully we'll get some basketball soon. All right, before we wrap up, today's show brought to you by Blinkist. This is my secret weapon during this quarantine, and I have gotten... Um, a lot more personal growth done than I was actually expecting to. And some people are just kind of being lazy during this time when there's nothing wrong with that. You use your quarantine however you want. I'm using this to try and grow. You know, it's oftentimes hard to find time to sit down and read and learn more. But now when you have some of that free time, and you can't just sit down for two hours and read. Sometimes you need to get things a little bit quicker or while you're working on your job or while you're watching a webinar on Zoom or what have you. Blinkist is the best way to go about it. It's really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. And Blinkist takes the best, the key takeaways, the need to know info from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down to just into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. And I've been using this during these times. Sometimes you're on mute, you're on a conference call throw this on finish off or learn at least the basic points the important info from one of those books that you want right now and it's a great time to do it so with Blinkist you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want and all for one low price Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com NBA. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com NBA to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com NBA. So the NBA released their schedule yesterday, and it, it's nice to just kind of get a moment like that where you could just get really excited for something, and the Saints did an unbelievably awesome uh, video for it. Usually you just use it to clown on other teams or do some hype stuff, but they took a different approach that worked really, really well during this time. The interesting thing is, as I was reading more about the schedule, that there's some leeway built in to either cancel some games or delay certain things and it sounds like the nfl is willing to push the super bowl back should they need to during this time this is important for two things one it means there's still uncertainty uncertainty about what's going to happen in september october november december if we're going to get games on time or games with fans in there what have you and absolutely that makes sense that there would be some of that um But if they're building in a cushion, they're concerned about that. But then that delays the, you know, that keeps their season going. The NBA has been looking at, you know, starting their season in December to stop overlapping with the NFL so much and really own their part of the calendar. But if the Super Bowl is pushed back a little bit, That means there's more competition there, and certainly then, you know, if the NBA starts on time, and, you know, you're playing without fans, and the NFL goes a little bit longer for whatever reason, and there's more logistical issues for the NFL, maybe, than there is the NBA in terms of game day stuff, well then, you know, you're going to be competing with them even more, or overlapping, I should say. Competing's not the right word, but overlapping even more. So does the NFL having some stuff where you could push the Super Bowl back by weeks multiple, with an S in there, it's plural, weeks, multiple, that maybe the NBA absolutely has to, because of this, start their season in December so that it doesn't hit something like this, where all of a sudden that period that no one really likes, if you're an NBA fan or wants to deal with, is elongated even more, and that is an interesting thing to think about, how this may force the NBA's hand a little bit during some of this time, I'm not sure if it will, and frankly, it seems like they've got to delay the start of next season the NBA does anyway, so I don't know if this really matters a whole lot, but certainly it's something they're going to be keeping in mind, and it has an impact on that, so now it's another external factor weighing on you in all of those contingencies and scenarios that the NBA was looking at, and now they've got to kind of navigate it, you know, with it being even a little bit more tricky, and Roger Goodell said, we're prepared to address contingencies as they arise, but they've got those built in. Which is a smart move to do by the NFL. And I'll be curious to see what happens with the NBA in this. Because if the NFL goes longer, does the NBA then push it back even further? Do they start in December? Do they start later? And that is definitely a question as well. And I guess it's one of those ones where we, again, have more questions than answers. And won't get resolution for a little bit. But we will see. Because eventually we're going to need to have some decisions made on certain things. Uh, And, you know, I'm glad I don't have to make that. But we will see where this goes. Um, Also, seeing Tom Brady in New Orleans on the opening week of the season, even if it's on TV, even if it happens in a weird scenario, pretty freaking cool to see overall. So that's kind of fun, and I'm happy that that one's on there, Uh, and I cannot wait for that. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. That's going to do it for this week of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you to Bilt Bar for sponsoring today's show because I freaking love these things. Go to builtbar.com, Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box. Don't forget, check out Locked on NBA as well. That show is still Monday through Friday. I co-host the Wednesday edition where we got to have a little bit of fun with it as well. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all on Monday. back.